Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of NemosNewsNetwork.com, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode, it seems that the governments of the world want you to trust the banking system. Don't worry, nothing to see here. Ignore those bank runs. I sure hope that you've gotten your money out already. It's going to get much, much worse. And the distractions are coming. When the bread fails, the circus continues, and we have the Trump arrest that never was, and World War III coming soon with both Russia and China. All of this and much more coming up after a short word from our amazing Christian Patriot sponsor, RedPillLiving.com. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com breaking the cycle of fake news. Are you worried about bank runs? Does the prospect of losing everything that you've worked for and saved, all of your hard-earned assets and wealth, frighten you? Well, don't worry. Janet Yellen says the U.S. banking system remains sound. As though that solves the problem. They only say things like this when there's a big problem. So far, they have failed to completely contain the bank run, and it is affecting the entire world. But don't worry, the banking system is in good hands. In fact, Biden just issued his first veto. He's blocking a new rule that would stop these asset managers and big companies and big hedge funds from funding political agendas in the name of climate change. They got to keep that dark money coming in. And joining us next is Peter Schiff, the chief economist at Euro-Pacific Asset Management. He'll break down the factors behind the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and some of the implications. Peter Schiff, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Peter, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen today testifying on the Hill, essentially saying in light of turbulence in the banking sector that the uh, banking system's fine. I want to play you um, a soundbite here. I can reassure the members of the committee that our banking system is sound and that Americans can feel confident that their deposits will be there when they need them. Peter, should we feel confident in our banking system right now? Not at all. In fact, that, conf- that comment is as accurate as her earlier comments that inflation was transitory or the comments back uh, in the days of the f- leading up to the 08 financial crisis when her and everybody else at the Fed was saying that not to worry about subprime because it was contained. You know, thanks to Janet Yellen, particularly what she did as Fed chair. You know, she kept interest rates at zero for practically her entire term as Fed chairman. That's the reason that we had such a big bubble, those low interest rates and quantitative easing, and she was part of that. That's why all these banks are loaded up with now underwater long-term treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. So the banking system is a house of cards. It, it, it couldn't be less sound. 
and partially uh, Janet Yellen is to blame for the current state of affairs. Peter, we're really grateful for your analysis because you often give us uh, a lot more background and context. Um, When it comes to the nearly half a percent decrease in the CPI, um, what does that actually tell you about the state of the economy? Well, as I said, the, the economy is is literally a house of cards. I mean, it's it's imploding, but inflation is going to get much worse because the Fed has already returned to quantitative easing. Whether they admit it or not, the way they are bailing out all the banks is by printing new money and adding it into the economy and taking on mortgages and government debt onto their already bloated balance sheet. So the Fed's balance sheet is going to go up. The money supply is going to go up. And that means consumer prices are going to go way up. And in fact, when President Biden is trying to tell everybody that they're not going to have to pay the costs of the bank bailout, he's lying. They're going to pay the cost through higher prices. And when he says that everybody's bank account is now safe, it's not. It's in more danger than ever before because your bank account is going to be eroded in value due to inflation. So even if your bank doesn't fail and you don't lose your money, your money is going to lose its value. Peter, I want to get your assessment of the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and basically how it factors into the overall economy, what concerns you have. And ultimately, do you see any relation or correlation to uh, crypto uh, currency in any of this? Well, first of all, the reason that the bank failed was because of the artificially low interest rate and QE environment that the bank operated in uh, for a decade. It was the the Federal Reserve that that created all these distortions by its artificial suppression of interest rates, and it caused financial institutions to take incredible risk in order to get a return. And also, the U.S. government, through banking regulations, actually encouraged these banks, through favorable accounting, to load up on treasuries and mortgages because they didn't take a haircut on those assets like they would for other assets, nor were they required to mark them to market. So as they were losing value, they pretended they had no, no losses. And so this whole thing was a byproduct of you know bad monetary and fiscal policy. Cryptocurrency actually got started in response to the 2008 financial crisis and the fear that all the money printing would lead to inflation, which of course it has and it's only getting started. But I think the people who turn to Bitcoin and other cryptos as an alternative to fiat currencies or as a store of value or inflation hedge, uh, they were mistaken. They got suckered into a bubble. They bought into fool's gold. And I think there's a lot of money that's going to be lost in that space. And a lot of companies that are operating in crypto and blockchain are going to lose a lot of money. Unfortunately for Silicon Valley Bank, they were banking a lot of those companies. And so uh, that was also another problem that they encountered. And other banks that have made loans uh, to crypto related companies and other tech companies, for that matter, uh, these loans are going to go bad uh, because these companies have no profits. In fact, they have huge losses. Peter Schiff, as always, appreciate your insights. Oh, my pleasure. And naturally, demand for precious metals, God's money, money that has withstood the test of time and held its value for thousands of years, as people will continue to use it forever to buy and sell and trade and barter and save their wealth, has continued to skyrocket, especially with governments buying up everything they can get. According to J.P. Morgan... Over $1 trillion has suddenly exited the most vulnerable banks. This is kind of like getting the vaccine and all the boosters all at once for a bank. 
and I think and predict we're about to see many cases of sudden death pop up among the banking establishments. Get your money out while you still can. But as the bread fails, the circus continues. And just in time, we have a new world war in order to distract us from our pain, suffering, and soon coming famine and utter poverty, which they will conveniently blame on the war, rather than the Jewish poison and policy. And we have established a new U.S. Army permanent garrison on NATO's eastern flank, which means Russia's border, right there in Poland. Even DeSantis is apparently now anti-Russia and pro-Ukraine. With the ongoing circus of the Trump arrest distractions from the bank runs, we've also seen DeSantis kind of waffle around, attacking Trump when he should have been standing up for Floridians' rights against a really, really crazy and out-of-control New York prosecutor, turning it into a big distraction, a big clown show, and a big loss for DeSantis in the optics. And now another big loss, pro-war DeSantis using a John McCain gasoline joke about Russia, how they're basically just a gas station with nukes. And the Czech Republic is running out of weapons to send to Ukraine, just the first of many dominoes to soon fall with a very, very disarmed and heavily depleted military of the Christian world being absorbed by largely Judaism in Ukraine. And when you understand that Judaism hates the Christian world, you realize what kind of trouble we are in for in this new world order. If you thought the anti-white hatred was bad now in white countries, wait until we no longer have a military power to defend ourselves. Wait until all of our young men are sent into the meat grinder in this World War III just like we're seeing on both sides, Ukraine and Russia, just throwing their young men to death needlessly in large quantities, as Zelensky asks for America's sons and daughters. Not mine. In other news, it seems that most car insurance companies will choose to scrap the entire electric vehicle even for a minor accident, rather than try to repair what seemingly cannot be repaired primarily the batteries. Just more of the fine print of bad news associated with these electric vehicles, and there are pages of that. Most notable that I seem to recall are many stories I reported on where they blew up or crashed, killing the occupants. One time the engine even exploded out of the car and landed in a little girl's bedroom, setting the house on fire. And many times the car just seems to take over and drive someone into another vehicle or a concrete wall or off a cliff. And I'm sure absolutely that none of those people knew anything that was against the government or anything like that. It was all just random accidents. Sure. Probably not, but who knows? At the very least, they are dangerous. At the most, they are a weapon to use against anyone who chooses to dissent. At Churchill High School in Eugene, Oregon, Parents recently caught the teacher asking students to describe their sexual fantasies in short stories, including, quote, penetration or oral sex, end quote. And these assignments came with references to potential objects that one could use as a sex toy, including candles, massage oil, feathers, and flavored syrup. 
If I were personally given this assignment, I would fantasize about dipping my feather in syrup and stabbing the teacher in the eye for being a pervert. Just a joke, of course. And it looks like people have learned their lesson. Even when Trump called for protests around his false arrest, 85% of Trump supporters refused, thinking it would be a J6-style trap. Smart folks. And right as China begins to enter World War III, we're seeing a huge increase in military-age Chinese nationals at the southern border. And these aren't your angry Islamists who go out on a rampage and stab a few Christians. These guys are probably trained operatives who know how to sabotage the infrastructure of major cities and get away with it, or carry out stealth assassinations of Republican officials and leaders, etc. This is Dabu7. want to share with you here information and footage showing this 900% increase of Chinese nationals entering into the United States illegally. Back out here in the field working on our story on the Chinese nationals that are being apprehended in this sector. Uh, actually right behind us we have five Chinese nationals, all men, 91% of the Chinese nationals being apprehended in this sector are uh, single adults. So uh, we're working on the story and it's pretty alarming. I've been covering the border the last couple of years, but it's really alarming to see the amount of Chinese nationals that we're seeing here uh, in this sector. And you can see here in this footage by the busloads, they are coming in. These are being released to an NGO in Brownsville, Texas. They say they are being released with notices to appear in court because there's so many of them crossing and there's no space to keep them in the town. This is an invasion, ladies and gentlemen. 900% increase. They're dumping them all over the place. Men of fighting age. I hope you're all ready, because this is what's going down. And Russia and China have solidified their partnership and alliance. In fact, they just had a big three-day conference in Russia, and Xi and Putin brushed up on their strategy and also affirmed their support for one another publicly, including Putin saying, quote, we support Chinese yuan use with Asia, Africa, and Latin America, end quote. So we're now seeing Putin and China align with the BRICS nations to destroy the dollar's dominance and replace it with the yuan or some other basket of currencies. Anything but the dollar, basically, is the plan. This is going to be a big shift for all of us. Our easy life as Americans is over. We have been living off the fatness of our reserve currency status for far too long, and the unlimited credit card just ended. And can you really blame them? The Federal Reserve, the not-federal entity that rules our money supply from Israel, has now proposed a fourth function of money to be used as a form of social control just in time for those new digital central bank currencies because the real money is out and now they want you to use the fake e-money. According to Dr. Peter McCullough's research, natto, the traditional Japanese fermented soy food, is apparently very good to resist if not even reverse the effects of the vaccine. It can at least, apparently, and I'm not the scientist here, he is the U.S. leading cardiologist, basically, saying that natto dissolves the spike proteins. 
this could save many, many lives, or at least buy time and give comfort to those who are suffering. I've had natto. It's a very healthy fermented probiotic food, and it basically looks like boogers and beans. It's a snot-covered bean. It's gross. You're not going to like it. Just heads up. If I introduced that to a child, I would probably call it booger beans, because it's funny, but pretty accurate. These things are slimy, and like other fermented foods, like kefir or kombucha, it's incredibly good for you. And if you want to pair that with the world's most powerful antioxidants and other incredible supervitamins to give a holistic, whole-body approach, check out redpillliving.com for amazing liposomal supervitamins and Carbon Shield 60, the world's most powerful antioxidant and scavenger for free radicals. Use the coupon code NEMOS if you're a new customer for 15% off. Our Patriot sponsor, redpillliving.com. And as the big bread and circus distraction from the ongoing bank runs continues, the potential Trump arrest keeps getting moved back, and now it looks like the DA was withholding hundreds of pages of exculpatory evidence from the grand jury, which has now had its proceeding canceled for this week. And here's the latest from Rand Paul's investigations into Fauci. There three years later, meanwhile, Beijing is still stonewalling and blocking any information about the origins of COVID-19. But Republican Senator Rand Paul says it's not just China. It's also the U.S. government obstructing the truth. But now President Biden has signed that bipartisan legislation to declassify intel. So will that help us get to the bottom of this? Senator Rand Paul joins us now. He's a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Senator, welcome to you and thanks for joining us on the program today. Will we eventually get to the bottom of this so many years after this pandemic started? Well, you know, we had a unanimous vote in the Senate, a unanimous vote in the House, and then President Biden begrudgingly signed it. And when he signed it, he said, yeah, I'll give you the information as long as I determine that it's not going to hurt our national security, which is uh, concerning that he's already putting a caveat on how much he's going to give us. I can also tell you that much of the information I'm asking for is unclassified already. I have 30 letters to eight different government agencies. So far, I have no Democrats signing on to help me get any of this information. I've approached four Democrat chairmen, and most of the information is unclassified, but they refuse to give it. So this is a real problem, and it's a real problem because, look, a million Americans died, and we have yet to have any investigations into the origin, even though the FBI, the Department of Energy, the Lancet Commission, and also a uh, investigation over a year-long investigation by the Help Committee, all came to the same conclusion that, in all likelihood, this came yeah. from a lab. I mean, in we've China. got it up on the screen. The lab leak theory. Um, the Energy Department um, is on board with that. The FBI is on board, um, but it's the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the NIAID. Uh, they say it's nature. CDC says it came from nature. And those that say origins are still unclear is the CIA and the intel community. And you just mentioned the implications for our national security a moment ago. And, Senator, I can't imagine what's worse than our, our intel community saying, you know, we might not ever really know where this came from. Dr. Fauci, we might never know. Well, we should demand to know, Right. But the people of America should realize that the people saying it didn't come from a lab are self-interested. Tony Fauci approved and gave the money to the lab in Wuhan. 
So by approving that, he has and shares some culpability in the origins of this virus. So he's always going to deny that it came from the lab because it comes back to his reputation for having the incredibly poor judgment to send this money to Wuhan. But it's the same for the CDC and the NAID. They're all apparatchniks of Fauci. They've all been handpicked by him over decades. And so really, these... uh, You know, the machinery of government over there is biased, and they're never going to admit to this. But if you talk to the real scientists, and there's dozens and dozens of eminent virologists now who have come to the conclusion this came from the lab also, my goodness, even if it were a chance, why wouldn't we want to reform our policy so we don't fund this dangerous research? To this day, this dangerous research still happens in 12 different labs in the United States that I know of. And, Senator, it seems that... um some of the only people that are, are paying the ultimate consequences of this is our nation's children. Um, they are paying the very long-term consequences of those shutdowns, of those school closures. And it continues to show up. I've got a brand new report in my hands. Um, this is uh, from a group that looks into this under the Wall Street Journal. Wirepoints has new report cards for Illinois. This is one state. The 20 largest school districts in Illinois where it is now revealed, Senator, just just 30% of Illinois students are reading at grade level. Only 26% are proficient in math. And it's even worse for the minority students. Just 18% of Hispanic students and only 12% of black students statewide can read at grade level. But you know what is even more shocking when you dig through these? They're graduating these kids, seniors in high school. They're graduating 95% of them and only about 40 to 45% of them are reading at grade level. So they're graduating them and they can't read or write. This is a horror. The lockdowns didn't save any lives, but they damaged our children, particularly the least among us, those who live in poverty, those who have difficult family circumstances. Homeschooling your kids, I'm all for, but everybody can't do it. And some weren't able to do this for their kids. And we lost a year or two of education. And some of these kids will never catch up again. But it also did not work. Everybody got COVID eventually, and it wasn't effective. The countries like Sweden that didn't lock down their Kids went to school every day. Not one kid died in in Sweden. So this was a a fallacy promoted by Tony Fauci and the establishment of government. And it was wrong. It didn't save any lives. And we should never do it again. Senator, I appreciate you joining us today. It's tough stuff. And um, the American people, they look on and they, they want accountability. They want answers. And it's tough it's tough to hear from government officials that we might never know the origins of that deadly virus. Thank you very much. For We're not us. done. We're not done. Got it. All right, Senator, come on back soon. Thank you. John, um, it's just it is really it is really. I hope that you have found this video to be of some value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing and subscribing at NemosNewsNetwork.com. Don't forget we are 100% listener supported and your shopping patriot with our patriot sponsors like redpillliving.com and thegreatawakeningcoffee.com is how we remain on the air and giving you this information. Also a big thank you to our donors at nemosnewsnetwork.com donate. I'll see you guys on the next one.